Hi and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Looking forward to the book. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. It's good to see you all. So this week, um, we're still reading The 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Still reading it. We're still reading it. We're up to rule number eight. And the title of this rule is Tell Tell the Truth or at Least Don't Lie. It's like waiting for the end of lockdown, this book. Well, I might as well start with telling the truth. Right? I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> That's cool. I'll go second. I didn't understand it. <laughs> uh, okay. God. Let's, let's. <laughs> so again, on the surface of things, the uh, title of the chapter would seem fairly self-explanatory. <laughs> However... However, he's not really talking about telling porky pies as we know him, is it? He's talking about people who are actually living a lie, living a lie, which is a much heavier and uh, much more serious discussion. Um, He starts off with the pretty obvious stuff of people who blame, again, blame everything on everybody else instead of themselves, and that's part of them living a lie. But then he goes quite deep into uh, why you're living a lie. And if you are that person who blames everything on everybody else, you are a lie. And uh, holy shit, man, just goes. Even before that, Ken, he goes in just this on the surface. He's talking about just in your everyday conversation, avoid, avoid not telling the truth. People avoid telling the truth in case they hurt someone's feelings. Um, just, in gen- yeah, just in general life, I think, um, and, and a lot of people, and I know people, they call them little white lies. I think if rats ask about the colour, that's a lie, right? Um, and a lot of people do it. And unfortunately, a lot of people get caught up in that as a habit. It, it becomes their their normal conversation. You know, why are you late? Oh, well, I got stuck in traffic. No, because you fucking wake up late. It's not nothing to do with traffic. That sort of stuff. But people call them little white lies because whether it's not to hurt the other person's feelings or to get a gain within themselves, whether it's a social gain or a, a, um, a gain within work or whatever it may be. And being salespeople, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people look, look to salespeople wanting to see through that salesperson talk. But we take it a, you know, very seriously about telling truth to our customers. Um, Hence, I won't be telling you that I love you anymore, Chris. <laughs> Man, lucky we were on radio because I've got so many lines to that. But um, <laughs> on radio, on podcast. Uh, and then he goes a little bit deeper. Um, but I think the first step is... <laughs> <laughs> but the first step is just in your everyday talk, in your everyday talk. And it's even that it was internal dialogue you do. Yeah, so there was two probably two parts to that, Chris. He talked about an untruth, no matter how well intended that untruth was, it will always bring another consequence to it. So use the example that you just used. If someone was running late and they said, oh, you know, 
I got caught in traffic or I did this or I did that or whatever. And then later on in the day, you hear them say to someone else, oh, you know, I slept in or I, you know, argued with the kids or whatever the reason was. It then makes you question them as a person. It's a bigger Mm -hmm. picture than just what they've said. So um, he sort of, and it it also reminded me of something that um, it was in, I think a couple of our manuals about the deletion and the distortion and the, there was another D, but I couldn't remember what it was. Um, so it's not necessarily that they're always telling a blatant lie. It's that they're morphing a version of what did or didn't happen into their own version of the reality to make themselves feel better. Um, but he talked about, he said that he sort of took a step um, out of himself and divided himself into two people. And he divided himself into a thinker and then into a speaker. And he said when he observed that, he realised that almost everything that he was actually speaking was an untruth. It wasn't that, you know, he was lying, so to speak, but he was speaking an untruth. And um, that bit, I don't think he really did a great job of tying it back to the, the actual title of the chapter. I thought, oh, this is good. It's going to, like, you know, paint a bit of a different picture. But um, I felt he probably could have spent a bit more time delving into that a little bit more. Yeah, it fizzled out a bit on that sort of part of it. The untruth, I found <laughs> this in real life. <laughs> hey? First of, all, first of all, it's deletion, distortion, and generalization. No, no. Oh, I thought it was another D. That's no, why I didn't get it. <laughs> I know I will. <laughs> you know, what, what about There's another this, tough what about the story with the Egyptian, um, the Egyptian story with the god and the son of Osiris and Set? What did you get out of that? <laughs> Fast forward. Oh, hey? Skip. <laughs> On the page. Hey? No, no, come on. I'm just asking because. He's really uh, getting back to that, you know. The, the what what is the story like? Last time he had he had a story, to, to right. At, at this time, there's another story. It's it's constant, right? And, and this time, it's uh, I think it's from um, an an Egyptian, isn't it? An Egyptian. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Story. Egyptian god. So Cyrus. Uh, yeah. Osiris, Horus, who is his son, and Set, who is the, the enemy, who actually defeated, Set defeated his father and cut him to pieces. <laughs> and then afterwards, uh, the, the nice story is that when, when Horus defeated uh, Set, he, he Set took away one of his eyes. But after the defeat, he got the eye back and he gave it um, back to his father. You know, so I, I, I don't get it. I'm just trying to understand, guys. Why did he get that part in this story? I don't know. I got the, I got the message that he was basically trying to say, accept what's in front of you and be courageous enough to accept what's there. But I don't know that it, it probably was more of an inner thing about them looking internally for their own truths in that situation rather than you know, external truths. That was my take on it. <laughs> Cam. Yes, mate. I'm just trying are to read, find... Are you finished reading the book now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find a bit of highlighter. Control F. 
Egypt. I think, I think a bit of that. I think a bit of that was uh, the fact. I think it, it sort of represents, or, or he's trying to make it represent someone asking forgiveness. That you might lose a little bit of yourself in asking for that forgiveness, but the gain is so much more. That him giving his father his eye sort of represents asking for that forgiveness, or and then because um, he's actually giving it part of his sight, but he's gaining his father's love back because of what happened previously in that story. So I, I, I don't know, mate. There's, I suppose there's a thousand ways we can interpret that. Yeah. Uh, the, towards the end of this chapter, he's really talking about when, when you lie and, and you get caught, things actually are broken into pieces. And he then refers it back to Osiris, who was actually cut into pieces. And what he's then saying, actually, it's only the beginning. Hell happens afterwards because through your lies, you actually lose relationship. And that's the beginning of hell. It, that is the disintegration of the relationship you have with people who've, who have put trust in you. Yeah, and, and, and that is a consequence of, of lies. You know, I, I, we... we Let's go this way. We see it all the time in, in real estate. The number of lies that real estate agents do to, I mean, the wrong real estate agents. They, they are, there's a lot of good ones out there. But the wrong ones, they lie, they deceive them. They tell them, they tell sellers whatever sellers want to hear. They tell buyers stuff. They, they you know, draw uh, uh, easement and sewer line, redesign sewer line on contracts in order to get their the, the sale across. I mean, these are silly stuff that a lot of real estate agents do out there. What they don't understand is that you get caught in the lie. That's one thing. You, you, you get the treatment of uh, Osiris. But then when, you, when all your clients and, and the community are there, because the word spreads very quickly about you, this is the disintegration of your relationship. And, and to me, it... That's the only thing that I got out of it. You know, what I don't like is how he ends the, the text, which is, if you can't tell the truth, at least don't lie. Meaning he leaves it open. If you can't tell the truth, which is another form of lies that he talks about in the book, but he, he, he doesn't sure. end with that, is that a lot of people, they, they omit. They omit part of the truth. You know, it's almost like I just said this. I didn't say this. I cut that off. It's up to you to find it. And if you don't find it, well, then I told you the truth. And I think that that's also wrong. I think that but he talks. He talks earlier in a, the chapter about that. I just come across the line while I was finishing reading the chapter, Chris. But yeah, I've highlighted it here. A sin of omission occurs when you let something bad happen that you could have done something to stop it. So he says, "Don't lie." At least, um, yeah, his, his last line there. But he talks about omission, which you just mentioned, being a sin as well. So he's kind of back and forth in his own head about what. Um, what to actually do, which which takes a bit of the gloss of it. I think um, especially the first half, first half of the chapter where he talks about people who are constantly doing the same thing and um, their, their truth is the only truth. And he talks about how pride gets involved and the pride says that, well, if I know this, there is nothing else to know because that's my truth and people use that as an excuse not to change but the he also then explains that to admit you were wrong is a sacrifice and every time you're wrong you, your sacrificial debt gets deeper it says error necessitates sacrifice to correct it and serious error necessitates serious sacrifice 
to accept the truth means to sacrifice. And if you've rejected truth for a long time, then you've run up a dangerously large sacrificial debt. So people who have been lying to themselves for so long, the sacrifice and the pain it's going to take to come out of that world is almost too much for people. A real estate agent who has started his career lying is five years into his career is still lying. By the time he's 20 years into his career, the pain that it's going to take to correct some of those errors is probably greater in their perception than it is to just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. Well, it's easier to, for them to believe that it's the truth. That's what, yeah. that's what it really comes down to. He talks about, um, you know, knowing, knowing the truth, seeing the truth and telling the truth are three di very different things. Yeah. And he said, people often get them, you know, mixed or um, they, they feel like they know the truth, but because they haven't said it, then, you know, it's, it doesn't achieve anything. If you, if like what you said before, Cam, if you know something, but you've done nothing to, to fix it, then it's, it's making it worse. He says he did what I want happen. No, then my aim or my methods were wrong. I still have something to learn. That is a voice of authenticity. Did I did what I want happen? No, then the world is unfair. People are jealous and too stupid to understand. It is the fault of something or someone else. That's the voice of inauthenticity and too many people live in that second line. And that's, yeah. that's the big lie that he's talking about. And the, he, yeah. he talks further in the chapter, he relates it to Hitler where people generally will believe a big lie more than they'll believe a little lie because as most people can't bring ourselves to tell a really big lie. So we fall for other people's really big lies because we don't, expect people to be able to deceive us like that. Um, and it's the people who have lived their whole life a lie that are the ones that are in the most pain and the most sickness. He, he gets scientific and he talks about the proteins that get developed when you try something new or, or come up with a new opinion um, and the lack of growth that people suffer when they never do that. And we see it. I'm sure we all know people who do a fair bit of that in their life and they're always sick. They're always unhealthy. They've always got something wrong with them. They age much faster than most people. And that's the physical manifestation of bullshitting to themselves and to everyone around them for the majority of the time. Still, I, I, need, I need someone to explain to me. He says that last line, tell the truth or at least don't lie. What does that mean? It's a, that it contradicts itself in the line. Um, it, <laughs> it's the title it, of the chapter. It basically says, don't lie, but you can lie if you want. That's pretty much what it says. <laughs> I think, I think he's, he's, says, drawing, um, he's not drawing a black and white. Um, I, I think he, yeah, I think he's saying tell the, tell the truth or don't speak. Or, yeah. or just, okay. just tell the truth or just don't say anything. Don't, yeah, okay. Um, well, there you go. So shut up. Just keep it to yourself. If you want to tell those lies to yourself... Maybe even stop that. But then, but then it really ties it, down, it ties it down with what's happening for the moment, right? Um, let, let's have a look at what's happening for the I like moment. Like that, Chriso. Hold on. Okay. Chriso has just contributed. People, we should off, off. <laughs> Tell the truth or don't speak. I think that's probably what he could. That be what he means. Well done, mate. Good yeah, on you. Start in the wine, mate. Oh, you have, you have. Okay. So, so what's happening for the moment with all of these conspiracy theories on the vaccine? <laughs> How long have well, you they're got? speaking their truth. 
No, I'm, I'm just talking about this. So two subjects with, uh, about this chapter here. That's one. And the other thing about what's going on between Malcolm Turnbull and uh, Scott Morrison for the moment on the AUKUS submarine deal. So who's telling the truth? Who's doing what? Do we see omission there? Do we see a, an agenda there? And this is applying that this is when we apply this rule number eight, just to have a look at how it's been used, correct? Well, there's I'm probably going to have to. I'm probably going to have to sit this one out because if you can find me a politician who's not lying, then then uh, um, he's probably yeah, not a politician. <laughs> I'm not here, so um, they but, will they will tell the big lie, and that that's where I where I went when he, he mentioned the Hitler stuff. They will tell us big big lies to stay elected, and and because. We voted them, voted them in. A lot of us won't let ourselves believe that what they're telling us is actually bullshit. So, um, and then the same on the other side. You, you say the vaccine. So the anti-vaxxers didn't vote for the government, and they don't believe anything they say. So everything that comes from their side must be true as well. It's a, it's a, it's a fucked up situation to be in, where you you can't, where you know well, that no one's telling the truth. So looking at how the world is going, should the title be "Tell the Truth"? And lie, but don't get caught. Be better at lying. Yeah. You know, like uh, a week ago, it was, uh, for example, Scott Morrison saying, yeah, I've told Emmanuel Macron. And now, as of yesterday, uh, apparently, he actually warned Emmanuel Macron the night before via text. I, well, that's, that's kids these days, mate. They all prefer text message. So. No, but it, it's isn't it relevant with the chapter? This is this is the yeah, bit. That that's hundred percent. But who, who's saying that? Week, who's so, saying that he texts or not? Don't get caught. The title. Yes. Well, there's what's where's the the problem is we look at where it's hard for the ordinary folk like me and you, Chriso, is that we see all the lies. And the the corrupt people getting ahead in life, right? They're they're the ones running the country. They're the ones um, making the most money. So maybe if you really were going to give a self help book, it would be on how to lie properly and get away with it for long enough to get yourself into a position of power where it doesn't matter. Maybe that's a better way to live life. Maybe we've been missing something this whole time. The only people that haven't had a wage cut because of COVID are the people at the top who are full of shit constantly. So what's in it for us to be honest? Yeah. Apart from a good night's sleep. Look, I don't know about you. When, with politicians, what's the old saying? How can you tell a politician when he's lying? When his mouth is moving, right? But I, I, I don't know about you guys. For me now, we sort of, I, I sort of take everything that you hear with a grain of salt and filter it through that bullshit meter. And, and sort of expect them to change their mind, change their story. You know what? That wasn't what I said. And I think we've become accustomed to that bullshit that they feed us. But they're the ones running the world. Oh no, no, there's no question. That, and I understand. But that's what that. I mean. So what sort of what what sort of life is it where the biggest lies get the most heavily rewarded? Because really, that's where we are, aren't we? Yeah. So what I'm trying to ask is, is, is this chapter we're reading relevant? Because 
I don't know whether the vaxxers are telling lies or the anti-vaxxers, really, all right? I don't know whether Morrison's selling lies or Emmanuel Macron selling lies or Malcolm Turnbull, yeah? But it seems that these are just two subjects. I could bring out more subjects out and, and, and lay it out. Climate change. You know, so, so you've got all of these subjects. And the question is, is this chapter in this book relevant to today's time when social media is all about don't worry about the truth as long as you're the loudest, get your message across? Mm. Yeah. No, I, I don't think it is. Most people, a, tell, most people tell their version of the truth. That's so what I was about to say. If there's, if there's like, say, Cam and I are both at the same venue and, you know, there's something, there's a function happening or whatever, my version of that function and his version of that function or a snippet of that one minute of that function that we say, you know, this person jumped a particular fence, for, for example, or they didn't jump a particular fence, then, you know, there's going to always be a different version of that story based on, your perspective because of what you're looking, what you're seeing, all of that kind of stuff. So I think there's a there is a difference between lying and not telling the truth. There is a difference, but I think that the majority of people, or my my view is that most people don't intentionally lie. Most people tell their version of the truth or the version that, they, that makes them feel better. But, but here, here's a, another thing. It's an intentional lie. If you went to about three pages into his first, in, in, into the chapter, he says, one day he sat down and he decided he was going to just analyze his entire day. And, and, and he realized how many lies he actually was telling people, right? So it's almost like, you know, your wife coming to you and she's put on weight and she says, oh, I can't get into this rest. What do you say? Do you say, yeah, you're really fat? Or do you say, no, darling, it's it's probably, uh, what is it, shrunk in the last wash? I mean, well, I, I don't know. What is it you say? How many guys difference. we do? When, 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 you have, when you have our child not doing very well at school and we say, hey, listen, you're going to be fine. Uh, something uh, This here is not going to determine your life. Don't worry about all of this, right? Did you try your best and the kid lied? And then you say, well, that's it, more than enough. I mean, are we encouraging it? When it comes to the dress, hey, the dress had, called self-preservation, so mate, not answering. <laughs> yeah, for your own safety. That's, uh, yeah, so don't no lie, way, but don't tell the truth. Don't, don't <laughs> tell the truth, but at least don't lie. Um, takes two things. To Meg's point, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. I told you how many times I told you you can't bloody sprinkle it with glitter. Um, <laughs> what, to Meg's point, there's been a there's been a thing emerging recently um, that I've noticed where people talk about, well, this is my truth, and because this is my truth, it doesn't matter what you say. I I believe what I believe, and this is, and that's how they justify doing what they're doing. Well, that's my truth, and if you're not happy with my truth, then you're against me or, or, you know, it doesn't matter. So really, really dangerous. But then to Thomas's point too, mate, we, we had an example the other day where we interviewed somebody who we know had been interviewed before. Um, we know had been for multiple job interviews and been trying to get into the real estate industry for quite a while. And it was very, very clear that no one had had a discussion with him that probably wasn't for him or there was things that were going to be barriers to that 
And if, you know, you hadn't had the conversation you had with him, TL, how, how many more years was that kid going to be going on thinking that, you know, I'm made for this and, and this is what I can do in life? And he, um, that's a lie. By, by interviewing someone and, and where there's clear issues and letting that guy leave the interview and just not giving them a job, that's a lie. That's a that's a um, that's an omission. That's a sin by omission. I, I feel, and um, well, you know, I, we, I think majority of it where some of the, the interviews were. The majority of lies are based on fear. Whatever you, whatever you, uh, the fear of loss, the fear of hurting someone, um, whatever it may be. Uh, but it, majority of it's based on fear and ego. And then when it comes to the politicians, oh, fear and personal to... gain, mate. So, sorry, mate. Say that again. Fear and personal gain. A lot of the lies of personal gain. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I'll, I'll admit this. I haven't lied. Not I admit. Omit this. Then I can't get in trouble for lying. But I know if I don't say something, that's going to benefit me. That's not a. So it's still a lie, right? Issue. So admitting that's the a, truth is still one, a lie. That's a way of covering this. Well, I just I, I think back to that poor kid that we interviewed, mate. And I think, yeah, how many people as officers as he walked into, and how many Zoom appointments has he had where people have just let him walk back out into the world, giving him no help and no guidance whatsoever. Yeah. And you're making me look bad. Hey. You're making me look bad. No, 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 because it wasn't. No, not at all. Not at all. What did you do? You, not at all. You didn't tell him that real estate wasn't for him, but you gave him ways and things that he'd have to improve on before real estate was ready for him. And he didn't even say it in that way. Right. And, and I couldn't help but think sitting in on the interview, oh, Thomas has just read this chapter because it, it talks about it in the chapter. Now I'm not, uh, you know, you've been wise for many, many years, Thomas. So I'm not saying this chapter is what made you have that conversation, but a bit of a coincidence if you ask me. <laughs> that, um, I'm not set. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, he's not <laughs> king of the underworld. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have a. I think, especially, and you see it in our game, right? There's no. To your point, Chris, oh, I think the majority of lies I see in our game aren't born out of fear. They're mostly born out of personal game, right? Personal yeah. game. The amount of it's take a simple one. I did a listing appointment today, and they cannot stand another real estate agent because a couple of years ago they said they've definitely got buyers for this house and they never showed a buyer the house, right? To an agent, that's just a line that they throw out all the time. Oh, I've got a buyer. Well, to a vendor, that's a, you know, that's a heartbreaking lie. You know? Yeah. Um, and that's not out of fear. That's personal gain. Well, I, st I still want to ask, address a question that today, this chapter may not be relevant in, in, in one of his, uh, chapter, he's got this line, those who have lied enough in word and actions live there in hell now. I don't know. <laughs> Today, the, there's so much information available. You can actually go on the net and validate your lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that... But the same people, the people that are doing it, it is, it is relevant. I was going to say it's not relevant to today, but it is relevant because the people who are doing that are going nowhere, right? The people who are only looking at one view and the people that are only Googling what they want to Google to get their point reinforced aren't going anywhere in life. And to me, that's hell. 
I think we need to change our business model for one. But the hell is, um, stop telling people the truth, Thomas. What are you thinking? <laughs> I mean to have that chat with you. We probably shouldn't do it now, but I need to have a chat with you. This is, this is why, man. No, that's what I said to Chris before. I said to Chris before, what are, what are common folks like us do when everyone who's full of shit is getting further, appears to be getting further ahead than what we are, right? So very, very tempting to go to the dark side, isn't it? Very, very Absolutely. tempting. But the hell is worse. The, the hell's got to be internal, surely. Now, unless Absolutely. you're a complete, and, and surely, you, unless you're a complete sociopath who feels no emotion, surely your insides are churning if you spend Absolutely. all day lying to people. Surely. Like, I, I you know. Fuck, I don't sleep at night for the best of time. So imagine imagine going around all day just Speaking lying to shit. people, just lying to people, taking their money, you know. I remember an old line, always speak the truth. That way you won't have to remember anything. Oh, mate, you couldn't keep up. How do you keep up? Oh, and the consequences, those people that we're talking about, TL, don't know they're in hell. They don't know that um, half, the, half the people I talk to that have dealt with them in the past can't stand them and won't let them in the door. They don't know that hell's coming. Right, so in their heads they're good, but hell's going to come with a fury. Oh, so in that case, it will catch up to them. Yeah, it will. But, okay. but if they've already banked enough, if they've already, if they've already, if they've already banked enough. So here's the thing, right? A politician can lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and then get voted out because they lied, but still get a pension for life. I could do with a pension for life. I've said to Alexander already, mate, you're smart enough, get into politics, he doesn't want to. And I said to him, all you have to say is this, I'm going to tell you five things I'm going to do after, after I enter office, and I want my opposition to do the same. 
And if we don't work at delivering it the best we can, we will go to jail and we will forfeit whatever we should be paid. And, and, and at least you can play honest, you know? <laughs> but I don't know whether you win. Here is another thing. So, so I, I really like to challenge you guys. Like, actually, this, this chapter is starting to be a really good one. Should, should I, when my kids were born, should I have taught them the value of lying and how to lie and get away with it rather than tell the truth and be raped by the people who lie? Because if I told them and I told them that, that level of lies, they feel good about it because you feel bad about lying, Cam, because your mom and your dad has put that into you. Your mom and dad done that to both you, Meg, and Chris. So, so we, we've got that. But you what, assholes. But what if our parents did the opposite? We would feel okay scheming. We would have known any different. You wouldn't know any different. Maybe, maybe you wouldn't have to, your credit card wouldn't come out as often to you if they're making their own way in life, hey? <laughs> They'd have everybody else's credit card. You didn't think of that, did you? Hey? <laughs> but there are, look, there, there's crime families. And it breeds. The it mafia, breeds the mob, the, the, there are crime families, right? So what are those kids being taught from the minute they're born? Lie, cheat, steal. Get away with it for as long as you can and don't worry if you get caught because we'll have enough buried under a truck somewhere or under the backyard that when you get out, you'll be fine. Some more there. Yeah. And so I think that my, that's where my conclusion of this chapter, it was missing that talk from the other angle. It did not entice me to see that angle and say, do you know what? Now I've seen both and it, it's made a very good argument for me to stay this way. Mm. I, I think it's talking just that one view it hasn't explored the other side because the other side's watching this and reading this probably going, yep, you just can just keep on telling the truth and now I know how to manipulate you guys even further. Taking it all the way to the bank, brother. I don't know. What do you think? You guys are great. I haven't. <laughs> there was a bit that I wanted to put to you guys and he said, if you can't, reveal yourself to other uh if you can't reveal yourself to others then you can't reveal yourself to yourself yeah. whereas i've always thought it, sh it would be the opposite way around that if you're not true to yourself then you can't be true to others but i wanted your thoughts on that line i probably agree with you megzi i think you can be true to yourself without having to show the whole world who you are at times i don't think you need to show yeah, there's, there's too many liars and cheats out there who don't deserve to know who you really are, don't they? Yeah, well, it's not, I don't, I don't believe in, um, I, I agree with him that sometimes you've, you've seen people who lie so often that it becomes the truth of them. There, there are people who told the lie over and over and over. And now if you tell them what you said is a lie, and they, can, they will swear on their, on their kids they're telling the truth. So I, I think that there's people who are lying to others and along the way, really have forgotten who they are and, and have not real and, and suddenly don't even know who they are anymore. Yeah. And I think that that's probably the point that he's trying to make. Um, the, the point when you know yourself and, and you're not revealing that maybe that's something else, maybe that's a sense of not being good enough or, or other things that are in you, maybe not being a lie to deceive. 
but more a lie to hide. I think that's, that's how I would see that line. Anyway, um, it's a very good chapter. Thank God I read the last page. Because <laughs> I'm still lost there. Um, <laughs> so he should have said, tell the truth or shut up. Yeah, yep. yeah I think I agree with Chris. Yeah. Chris, uh, Chris for the win. For this week, Chris, you saved us. Just that one line. Chrysopolis on. to can we just talk about the heading, like the title next week, instead of reading the whole chapter? Can we just talk about... Uh, because gotta... the text never matches the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, God, man, I'm not looking forward to the next one. I thought this one was... Yeah, right, but this one here, the story's inside. I, I, it lost me. Anyway. <laughs> guys, thank you very much for this week. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Oh, Have a dear. Before we start our next chapter. <laughs> See <Goodbye>. ya. Bye. <laughs>